Hi, welcome to Mindful Mutterings, the podcast dedicated to nurturing your well-being and unlocking the power of your mindset. I'm Chris Maragakis, Women's Life and Mindset Coach, and together we'll explore the transformative world of well-being and mindset, helping you to thrive in every aspect of your life. So please like, subscribe and share and join us on this roller coaster journey called life. Thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me. So this week I'm going to talk about the impact that understanding the difference between our wants and our needs can have on our life. And we live in such a fast-paced, consumer-driven world that it's really easy to confuse our wants with our needs. Um, I mean, we are conditioned to live that way from a very young age. And we often find ourselves chasing after material possessions or you know, societal approval and instant gratification because we believe that these things will lead us to happiness and fulfillment. Um, Because again, that's what we're conditioned to believe from an early age. But actually the truth of it is the only person that can make us feel happy and fulfilled is ourself and being aligned with what it is that we, who we are and what we want. And this idea that we can buy happiness is a lie we're being sold a lie but it's because our economy is based on consumerism and they need people to keep buying Um, and so this makes it even more crucial to recognize and understand the fundamental difference between what we want and what we truly need is because this awareness can have such a huge impact on so many aspects of our lives So, okay, let's define the difference between wants and needs. Okay, so wants are desires, they're wishes, preferences that enhance our lives, but are not necessarily essential for survival or well-being. They might, they will often revolve around uh, material possessions or luxury in some form or short-term pleasures, maybe such as food, alcohol, drugs, sex, new toys, that kind of stuff. Whereas needs are our basic requirements necessary for survival for our health and for a reasonable quality of life so these will include things like food water shelter clothing safety and our emotional connections and for those of you that know this is maslow's hierarchy of needs Um, and he says that no one can become self-actualized without having these things in their life so then we need to look at understanding um how these these distinctions can influence your life and can make things better. So if we start with the first thing, which is financial well-being, I mean, no matter how we want to live our lives, at the end of the day, we need money, you know, but it's what we do with our money, how we earn it, how we respond to it and how we value ourselves in relation to it that has the biggest impact on what we think about ourselves and how we live. So by prioritising our needs over our wants, we can establish a more stable and sustainable financial future. Okay, so then that can uh, lead to reduced debt, increased savings, improved financial security, which in turn might mean that you then can work fewer hours or take a job is less stressful or with a shorter commute, which obviously will then improve your well-being even further. So the first thing we need to do is to be mindful. We have to look at ourselves, be honest with ourselves, work out what it is that we really need. What, what do we absolutely have to have every day? And then look at what we want and then look at where we're actually overindulging or we're spending money that we don't need to be. Or maybe that we're just careless with it and we could be using it for something else. Because in that way, we can start to see where we can make changes. 
so you know maybe we're a three coster a day there are other coffee chains but maybe we're a three coffee a day person and that's costing us you know x amount of money which we could save or use for something else maybe we desperately want to travel but we can't find any money well that could be because we're having three takeaways a month or because we're you know we're spending so much money on petrol trying to get to work or we're uh, we have to have the newest everything and so we're constantly racking up the credit cards whereas if we looked at what we actually need and for us what we needed was a roof over our head enough nice food to eat warmth and the opportunity to travel then we can look at all these things that we're wasting money on and we can redirect that money and that energy into what it is that we want that will make us feel fulfilled and happy and so that's how we can use our wants and our needs to manage that and then we can look at the way that we're earning that money or where that money is coming from. Because maybe, you know, we were told it was really good to get a job in the city and have this, you know, this high pressure, high management job. But it doesn't it doesn't nurture us. It's not feeding us. It's not making us happy. And essentially, when we're working, we're selling our time to a company in exchange for a certain amount of money. And we have to look at whether we're getting good value for our time. So if this job isn't fulfilling us, if if it's or if, even if we like the job and the commute isn't fulfilling us, we have to look at what we can actively do to change that so that we can bring in the money that we want uh, or the money that we need um, and change our working environment. So it might be that we work closer, which means that we need less money for the commute, which means that we maybe we can take a less pressured job or, or maybe it's time to change our career, whatever. As soon as we become mindful and start looking at what we want over or looking at what we need over what we want, we really start to take control of our life. And then that leads into reduced stress and anxiety because when we're chasing after endless wants, you know, all the things that we're told that we should have or striving for other people's approval, it can cause us constant stress and anxiety. The pressure to keep up with the latest trends or get more possessions or even changing yourself to please others can be overwhelming and soul destroying. Because it's never ending, it's never going to end. If if you're changing yourself because you want someone to like you, then already you've lost more than you're gaining. But also the chances are they'll pick up on the fact that they can manipulate you and so they'll just keep moving the goalposts. Far better to just accept that that person doesn't like you. That's okay, not everyone does have to. You don't like everyone, you can't expect everyone to like you. And just find a way to manage that and move on rather than changing the who you really are in the hope that at some point they will approve of you and it's the same with acquiring stuff you know if the people around you or if you're only going to feel comfortable with the people around you if you're driving the expensive car and got the big house and constantly buying stuff then maybe these aren't the right people to be encouraging into your life again looking at things like this gives you the control to change your life and once you recognize your needs and then focus on them, this can help reduce your stress and that will lead to a more content and peaceful life because you haven't got all these additional things to be worrying about, which then leads to enhanced decision making. Because once you know what it is that you want or what it is that you actually need, sorry, and what you want from life and you can distinguish between the two, then all the other stuff that everyone else is telling you is important or that everyone else is telling you that you have or you need to be or you should this or you should that, you can let all that go. And so suddenly your decision making becomes so much easier because you don't have all these other competing um, criteria. And that, that then just makes all your decision making more straightforward and you can use your time, energy and resources more effectively 
Firstly, because you, you now have a clear idea of who you are and, and what you want and how you want to be living and what you actually need to have that good quality of life. But also because you're less likely to get swayed by the advertising or the media or needing someone's approval because your confidence has grown. Because you're being authentic and life is working out better for you, you no longer need other people's approval. And once we realise that the only person we ever have to impress is ourselves, it's incredibly liberating and a lot of life stresses and strains just fade away. And so when you're not keeping up with the Joneses or you're not com compromising your authenticity so that you fit in, the clarity in your decision making uh, just elevates and life becomes so much better, which then obviously impacts on your relationships. And when you're not pretending to be something that you're not or when you're not under all this pressure and you're not stressed and anxious all the time, You've got time for those relationships, especially if you've already filtered out the people that aren't um, supporting your life. And then that means that, you know, you've probably got more time to be empathic and you can prioritise your emotional connections over your material possessions. And this then helps you or facilitates you to build more meaningful and deeper relationships. And those relationships will now quite often be based less around competition and judgment which makes for a much more empowering and smoother ride through life. And also the other benefit of all of this, so when, when we've gone through all this and we're now looking at how we earn our money, what we spend our money on, um, we're, we're less stressed, we're less anxious, we've got better people in our life, we're more confident in our decision making, we know what we need, we know who we are and we know what we want and we know where we're willing to make changes this obviously then has a global impact. It impacts on the environment and our part in it because most of our wants will be associated with consumption because, as I said at the beginning, we are conditioned to buy and we get that little buzz when we get something new, but it doesn't last long because we haven't dealt with the, the, actual, the actual problem underneath the surface. So when we're um, buying all this stuff, most of it ends up back in the landfill or you know the damage that's done to the environment in making it is, is just unnecessary and so when we start to to consume less or we are more fussy about what we're consuming then obviously that has a massive impact and when we are more minimalistic in the way that we live and the consume and we're focusing on what we need we obviously then contribute to a more sustainable planet which means that in turn we reduce our environmental footprint which is obviously not obviously amazing for the planet but it's not just that because we feel more in alignment and we're we're more open to our needs and we're more in tune with who we are that almost always has a follow-on of making us more in tune with the energy around us with nature and with the planet and so we feel good when we're taking care of of our environment and that obviously then boosts our endorphins in our brain and makes us feel better, which impacts on our well-being. So I guess I guess where all of this leads is that con consumerism blurs the lines between our wants and our needs. As I said, because we are a consumer country, our, our economy is based upon it and all, we don't really make stuff anymore other than stuff like this we don't have we don't encourage people to use their hands to work the earth it's all about products and services and that means that we're con there's so much on offer and we're constantly told that this thing will make us happy or this thing will make us more attractive or if we had this our life would be better 
And so it's natural for us to want that. It's only when we become mindful that we can challenge some of this uh, narrative and choose to respond differently. So I really urge you to take the time to be mindful, to go within and really get to know yourself so that you can honestly identify what it is that you want and what it is that you need and the difference between them so that you can significantly improve the focus of your life. And when you're prioritizing your true needs over, you know, flash in the pan desires, that in turn will give you financial stability, reduce stress, improve decision making, stronger relationships and a more meaningful and fulfilling existence. So the next time you're faced with a choice, ask yourself, is this what I want or is this what I truly need? And the answer might find you going down a path towards a more mindful, content and purposeful life. So that's my uh, little word of wisdom for this week. I really hope you found it useful. As always, if you've got any comments or you want to reach out, uh, you can contact me at simplybe.org.uk. On the website, you can uh, book an appointment with me. You can send me a message. Um, Or if you feel that it's time now to start working on your mindset and maybe embark on your coaching journey, then you can get in touch and we can chat about that. But whatever it is that you're going to do this week, I really urge you to just start noticing on on the difference between what you actually need and what you want and see where you can start to make a difference in your life. As always, thank you very much for listening. Please like, subscribe and share and um, I hope you join me for the next one. Take care.